are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. Okay, interview with Betsy Bitch, lead singer and founding member of Bitch. How are you doing today, Betsy? Oh, I'm spectacular on this lovely Sunday afternoon. A little hungover from last night, but... Uh, you want to talk about it? Um, I went and saw Black and Blue. Remember them? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, saw Black and Blue at the Knitting Factory. And um, everybody was buying me glasses of champagne, and it was an offer I couldn't refuse, or, or many offers I couldn't refuse. So, um, but it was good. The show was good. They sounded good. Um, they looked good. It was it was packed. It was it was a cool night. But I'm feeling a little fragile today. But okay. Well, we'll be real gentle with you. It's a wonder what makeup can do. Yeah. Isn't it? Well, you look good. Thank you. You look good you know, over all the years. You I don't feel good, good, but it's better to look good than to feel good. No, we're doing the Fernando thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how did you get started in music? What what first got you started? What influenced you? Am I looking at the red light or at the lens? You're fine. Uh, You're fine. But no, what am I supposed to be looking at? The red light? Just keep looking. You're doing fine. Just oh. look straight ahead. Oh, okay. Um, how did I get started? Um, well, I've always been very musical, you know, there was always music in my family. My dad's a jazz musician, professionally, still is. Did he play with anybody big, or...? Um, actually, yeah, he did. He played with some of the big bands on the road. Uh, help me out here, Mom. What? <laughs> what bands did Dad play with? Am I allowed to come in? Oh, yes, ma'am. I'll sit over here out of your... You here. might be on the cutting room floor, but... That's fine, I've been what there bands before. Did, what big bands did Dad play in? Oh. Well, when I met him, he was with Buddy Rich. Oh, wow. Great. That is the greatest drummer <laughs> yeah, in the world, period. Buddy Rich. And also the biggest asshole that ever lived. Okay. No, asshole. no, no. That's, don't, you're not supposed to oh, say that. Oh, is that on? Because I'm that being recorded. No, don't worry about it. Everybody has their opinions on everything. That's okay. This is my interview. Okay. No, he, used to, he used to find the guys when they weren't wearing the right color socks. Yeah. Okay, so he was on the road with, with big bands. He also, um, as... <clears throat> You know, as a musician now, that's that's his trade. He works in Atlantic City, New Jersey. He he opens, um, he he backs up um, musical people like Tony Bennett and oh. um, plays music like behind like Don Don Rickles. Don Rickles and plays for what Frankie Valley and you know just the the casino acts that, that right. come in. He's normally in in the house band that that plays okay. these shows and uh, yeah. So anyway, so he's a musician and. Um, and my mother um, was in theater and, you know, mostly like musical comedies and I was always like singing show tunes walking <laughs> around my house and, um, you know, so I always grew up in a musical family and, right. um, and as far as the rock thing goes, um, I just, you know, as a, as a, a preteen and, um, you know, 14, 15 year old, I, I fell in love with Alice Cooper and um, you know, just started getting into like the glam, you know, the glitter scene, Bowie and New York uh, Dolls stuff like New that. New York Dolls, yeah, T Rex. Okay. And mm -hmm. uh, and one day I went to go see. One evening I went to go see the Runaways at this club called the Starwood, right. which is no longer there in Hollywood. And um, and I saw these girls up on stage, and I just said, Hey, you know, I think I can do that. And specifically what Sherry Curry was doing, and I could just see myself up there you know, grabbing the mic and rocking out and, you know, running around in, in little to no clothing. And, um, yeah, so that's that's kind of how it started. And then I got into my fair share of garage bands. And um, Any of them that you want to name, any that did anything really after you left? Well, there was one, I mean, there was a few that didn't do anything. We just played gigs. I right. think one gig we played was at a, 
uh, like a retarded person's home, <laughs> like like a home for mentally disabled right. people and um, mentally right. challenged people. And um, and then eventually I got into a band called the Box Boys, and okay. that kind of went somewhere. We had a couple singles out, and we play. We used to play with Berlin because they were on the same label as really? Zone H Records. Yeah. Um, was that before Berlin got big too, or was that when they were starting to take off? It was starting before before they were big, and then when they were, you know, just starting to take off, okay, they yeah. they got famous when we knew them and were playing with them. Um, so yeah, so that band kind of blossomed into something. It was a, it started out new wave, yeah, and um, and then they wanted to do something different, and nobody was doing ska back then. This was like the late seventies, right? So they turned it into a ska band, okay, and. Um, made me put on like a suit and a tie and put my hair up and wear no makeup and put on like a, like a little pork pie hat right. and I had to skank around stage and it just totally wasn't me so <clears throat> wasn't there somewhere in that someone in that band that uh, that made it that went into a bigger band um Greg well Greg yeah Greg, Greg Souders. Souders what what band he was in what does that name sound for? They dress like Western sounds. people. They dress like... He's a drummer, and he was in, um, like yeah, something right. The Long Riders? Long Riders, yeah, okay. thank you. <laughs> yeah, and then he went on to, like, he worked, he was like an A&R guy. And then Perry Watts Russell, who was our manager, went on to be like a huge A&R guy at, like, Atlantic or something okay. like that. Um, so anyway, so that, we released some music with that band and that got us a little bit of notoriety and then we were also featured on a soundtrack to a movie called Fade to Black. Welcome to another edition of the Free Form Rock Podcast. This is Mark and here's Lee. A B C Uh Fonzie doesn't know the rest of the alphabet, so we're gonna stay with ABC. How are you doing, Mark? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Lee? I'm doing pretty good. Got my little sip of something, and I'm ready to go. The sip of the, the nectar of the vodka? Yeah! <laughs> cool. I could imagine Dracula telling his lady friend, I'm not going to suck your blood. I'm going to just take out your vodka. <laughs> uh, well, today we're doing your album pick, which is... Yeah, finally, finally a good album. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Go on. The Bitch is Back by Bitch. The band members yeah. of this band is Betsy Bitch, lead vocals, David Carruth, guitar, Ron yeah. Cordy, bass, Ron Settles, drums. Hold on one second. Okay, finally a good album, huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, um, I've been holding back because there's only so many really, really great albums, and I wanted to make sure that there were some other albums that we did before we did this one, but now is the time. The chicken got hatched. Alright, well, I forgot to finish the band members. Ron Cordy, bass, and Robbie Settles, drums. Then you got Stanley Data Bitch Y saxophone on the bitch's back. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You know more about the band members than I do. But actually, I saw an, it, a little bit of an interview with them. This album came out like some years after 
um, one of their other albums called Be My Slave, which is like considered to be a heavy metal classic among old school heavy metal people. And it came out like, I mean, they recorded about like only like a year after or something, but the record label held it back. But it was the same exact group. But I thought, wow, that's really cool. But they were adamant. They were like, we need this album out. And it's like, yeah, they were really, I, I thought they were a really good group. Yeah, um, the, 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 I see the first album was 1983, and this one came out four years later in 87. Yeah, it's like they recorded only like maybe in 84 or something, and they waited, um, the, the record company waited until like 87 to release it and um I, I saw an interview and they were the the group Bitsy and her guitarists were not happy about it but finally it did come out so it was released March 1st 1987 so let's how many years ago is that let's see that's almost on a um see. I graduated from high school in 83 I was 17 so I was I was 21 so we're almost to the 31st anniversary of this album. Wow, that's kind of cool. Yeah, pretty cool. I never heard of this band. I think I've heard Chris Sinzak and um, Aaron Camaro talk about this band on Decibel Geek here and there. I think they did a an interview with her. I have no idea. I don't remember. They have so uh -huh. many podcasts on <laughs> out of the Decibel Geek. They're very cool. They're very cool. I like those guys. I love Aaron's voice, man. Especially when he laughs. What is it? Yeah. <laughs> I can't do his laugh. Man. He's so cool. Yeah. I like his laugh. He, <laughs> he's like, he, he'll say stuff that it's like, they might think, oh, why are you saying this? But then he'll be, ha, 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 like, like, like me, <laughs> you know, like, like I'll say stuff and, and then go, ha, 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 like, oh, I like how you look in that dress. Oh, sorry, guy. Oh. <laughs> well, this is uh, The Bitches Back as a studio album by L.A. heavy metal band Bitch. Released in 1987 on Metal Blade Records, it gets its name from the cover version of the Elton John song The Bitch is Back. All music's, yeah. all music's Alex Henderson gave the record 4.5 stars, calling it a reminder of how brutally fun real metal can be. Yeah. Yeah, and I we'll get to our review on this and see if we agree with this dude. I I'm 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 pretty much where I I'm 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 like if 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 you don't agree with me on some of the songs, I'm gonna have to buy four different half pints of vodka to drown out my 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 disappointment. But let's hope we don't need to do that. All right, well, let's get into this album. All songs written and arranged by Bitch, except where noted, and we'll tell you which songs they didn't write. <laughs> so we got track number one, Do You Wanna Rock? What do you think of this one? Oh, this is the song I play to people when I want to show them what great heavy metal is. It's one of my favorite songs in heavy metal it's weird because I played it so much I'm afraid I'll get burned out on it but I have to make sure that doesn't happen it's a great song 
All right, this is the first time I've heard this album and this group. I think I've heard about them, so my... I said, cool rocking song, like it. Good 80s jam, and it shreds. Yeah, in fact, if I had met you, and I went over to your place, and I said, hey, man, I want to play you something that's really good, that will blow away any of the thousands of CDs you have, I'd play this song. And, you know, so that's my opinion of it. It's like, this is what I play for people. And and I love it. All right. And I'm happy you like it, too. Yeah, it's really cool. And right this on. Is, and we're going to play, because this is your first favorite song off the album, Do You Want to Rock by Bitch on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Hit it, you idiots.
That was Do You Want to Rock on the Freeform Rock Podcast by Bitch. We've already yeah. described that song. So yeah, now yeah. we get into the next song, which is Hot and Heavy. What do you think of this one? Oh, now this sounds like Armored Saint. But that's not a bad thing. It's a great song. I think it could have been on MTV. It is my idea of a hit. Yeah, baby, this is what I like. Yeah, this is a great freaking heavy metal, classic metal sounding song. I love it. I love this. Yeah. And I wrote in my notes, wow, Lee threw me a bone. <laughs> yeah, hey, man, I decided to give you all I got. Not that you want to take all I've got, but you'll take what you take. And yeah, man, I, I've got some tricks up my my whatever you want to think I have tricks up, but I've got tricks. Your and vodka this is glass? one of them. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I've got a lot of tricks up my vodka glass, and this is one of them, man. <laughs> yeah, this is a good song. I love the drummer on this, and it jams, man. Good song. Yeah, man. yeah. And then listen. And I, I had the album back then. You know, nice. I, I mean, never I heard, heard of it. I, I heard I, I of got them, it, but not heard it. Yeah, I mean, and I also had "Bitch Be My Slave." But I had to special order it because I saw it in catalogs, but it wasn't on the shelf. But I got it. But this one was back then. Um, I, I forget what year it was, but it was maybe it was in the 80s, I, I think. Uh, and maybe 89, I got it. And it was about like four bucks used. But. I went over to the turntable at the used record shop, and I sampled it, and I was like, hell, I'm buying this now. Nice. Yeah, man, I, I never heard this band, and I like classic-sounding metal, and this is classic-sounding yeah. metal. I love it. Yeah. This is freaking awesome. And then yep. we get into track three, Me and the Boys. What do you think of this one? Oh, this is sort of like Judas Priest, but in a way even more rocking. I wouldn't just say that about Juice Priest. They're great. But this song is really a great bang your fist and party type of thing. I can imagine Betsy, the lead singer, singing this when she's about to go out with the boys. I wouldn't mind being one of those boys. <laughs> hot song. Well, if that's her on the cover, she's really hot, so she probably has a lot of boys. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, so what I think, I said, wow, this album has not let up yet. Metal up your ass. Love it. Yeah. Love the vocals. Kick ass. Drums and vocals are awesome on this song. Great song, Lee. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, I think I'm trying something new here. So we'll talk about the song and then we'll play the song. Because that sounded, we already did that with the first song. So this is your sure. second favorite song. So let's talk about it first. Storm Raging Up. What do you think of this one? Okay, hot song. One of my favorites. This is what cool heavy metal was about when I was in high school. Groups like Queen Strike were more progressive, but Strike didn't. Queen Strike. Queen's right. Did I? Uh, did I say Strike? Yes, you said Strike. Well, fuck. I'm drunk. For I'm I'm now the Bobo, not you. But groups like Queen Strike 
were more progressive but didn't have the intense vibe of stuff like this. What? Which, which is also a bit progressive, but it rocks hard. The closest comparison I can come up with is who else did stuff like this was Lita Ford in The Runaways. Okay, Some of her songs were heavy like this. I really love this song. I think Lita Ford was a lot heavier than The Runaways. I love Lita Ford. And I had yeah. a crush on her, man. Oh, yeah. But, but, I mean, she did songs like Johnny Guitar and I'm a Million, which were her songs. Yeah. And, 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 and they, 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 were, they, 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 they were kind of heavy like this. I mean, Queenstrike, when they did finally Rage to Order and Operation Mindcrime, yeah. But when they did The Warning and their first, like, EP... They, they they were a little bit more like Malmsteen, like not not so crunching heavy. Oh, they, they, they were, were crunching with Queen of the Reich, dude. Come on, and the warning. Well, uh, did you live in a box? No, I didn't. But I know uh, I have these records, and I listen I to did. them now. <laughs> maybe I did. Fuck. 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 Fuckity. Fuck. Fuck. Actually, actually, I like the fact that you stick to your tastes even though they're wrong but Whoa. that's cool i could get a lot of people <laughs> telling you your tastes are weird all right oh oh everybody does but i <laughs> just think they're strange yeah like you saying freaking uh what's that on a facebook group today yeah <laughs> fucking quiet ride is better than pyromania <laughs> it is <laughs> dude sleek black cadillac man come on <laughs> photograph I don't want you you want me to sing photograph for a half hour or do you want to just shut up well freaking you got Billy's got a gun you got freaking die hard the hunter dude the freaking those, those are the only two those two the only songs on on that album rock of ages <laughs> uh I, I don't even know what that song and photograph is, is a freaking hot pop metal song man that's uh, no no it's I never get tired of that song hot poop hot poop I'm the one who bought it my band members they borrowed the album from me I'm the one who bought it but they loved it and I didn't I didn't I liked high and dry but I mean I'm not saying that metal health is a awesome album but the only song that I don't love would be Thunderbird <laughs> but but most of them I like and 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 it was pretty good compared to Pyromania hmm. Pyromania dude, <laughs> that, that's always on my freaking iPhone I never let, let that album off my iPhone that one in high and dry and the first EP yeah, yeah, you like the the Quiet Riot right on man that's on no, I do love the Quiet Riot album but gosh they went after qr3 yeah that's terrible. the one on your that's on your iphone right on man <laughs> now no and i also got a bunch of sammy hagar on my iphone too that's I got cool chicken well, foot i got the circle i got freaking solo sammy better than pyromania i got oh you're gonna get freaking raped I don't by some care. people <laughs> i don't fucking care you know, okay, I'm people who think people shit. who think pyromania is better than mental health, or mental health is better than pyromania. I think that pyromania is better than um, Bon Jovi's "Slippery When Wet" by a long shot. Just tell Lee. I think 
Pyromania is better than Slippery When Wet. And I do like Slippery When Wet. So, thank uh, you. And the news. Uh, let's get a little news here. All, the, all uh, the original members of Bon Jovi will be performing at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Richie oh, Sambora fuck. and Alex John Such, who really didn't that play on the album. Me off. That fucking pissed me <laughs> off. It's like I was. You know how I was banging on my my whatever I was banging on. I was so upset because I thought that possibly the ro- the rolling the 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 rock metal whatever they were whatever they're called the fame people were going to like you know shut them off and there was a war and I thought that was cool and now the war is over so I'm pretty angry <laughs> dude I like Bon Jovi I don't care what people say I've always liked Bon you Jovi you like mashed I- potatoes and spaghetti and gravy and Bon Jovi this is coming from a person who also likes Matchbox 20 so <laughs> oh God! I love Rob Thomas's voice. I'm sorry, I can't help it. Oh shit! Oh my God! That's one group that I honestly can say, um, even though I hate listening to a whole Bon Jovi album, I would prefer to hear that over a Matchbox Twenty album any day. <laughs> well, you know what? You should listen to the first Matchbox Twenty. Oh fuck! Give you something to listen to and give you something to gripe about on Facebook. Oh, I oh I'm 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 gonna get drunker and I'm gonna get on people's case, <laughs> like you did for like you did with the Gene Simmons box. Oh, I said I oh. was gonna listen to all the all the CDs and we could do a review on your podcast and you could just yeah. not listen to it and just go off on it. <laughs> that that was that's that's the idea, you yeah. know. And and I've already and, heard a lot of songs on there. I really love the Eddie Van Halen tracks. Really good. Yeah. Are there any songs you don't like? Not so far. I haven't listened. I'm only on disc. I, I just went around di- certain discs. I wanted to hear the Eddie Van Halen stuff first. I went to there oh, okay. and I went to some Ace stuff, and it's pretty cool. I like it. Okay. Um. I'm. I'm. I'm glad you like it. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> let me get get into. Let's digress here, and uh, I gotta give my review on Storm Raging Up. Great wrist. Love the melody. Band is kicking ass so tight and the solo shreds. Yeah, yeah. All right, so here you're is... Getting, you're getting more smart each review we do. <laughs> well, Either that or I'm getting better at picking things. I think you're getting better at picking things. Okay. Chelsea. <laughs> ah, fuck. All right, and then we get it. Let's get into this song, Storm Rages Up by Bitch on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was The Storm Rages Up by Bitch. We already talked about that song, so let's get into track number five, which is the cover of the great Elton John song, which this album is named after, The Bitch Is Back. So what do you think of this one? Oh, this is a really good cover of Elton John's song. Elton's is good too, but this is as good. They know how to have the right attitude and vibe to the song. Right on. I, I said, not as good as Elton John, but not bad. The riffs I like, but Elton's is, is my go-to on this song. But I wouldn't skip it. It's really good. It is good. So. I, I, actually, I, I actually can dig that because I, I liked Elton's back then. You know, I used to, this is some that I almost never mentioned to anybody anymore. But back when I was really young, back in like 1978 or so, I said, I will not be happy until I meet Elton John. You know, I mean, I mean, because he was such a famous guy, I, I wasn't thinking of anything else except for that. But I thought my life won't be complete you know how some people think i need to meet all the members of kiss i thought that of elton john who knows maybe if i tweet him and tell him that he might respond but but i have to be very careful because i don't i don't want him to think more of what i mean but you know I think I'm like a weird fan. Football, sports, music. Like I'm not gonna I'm, I'm not gonna go searching for my heroes like Neil Peart, Giddy Lee, Alex Lifeson. I, yeah, it'd be cool to meet them. Or even Steven Tyler. I did see him at Disneyland oh. but I didn't go up and say hi to him. I just oh look it's Steven Tyler and I went back back in the back and worked. He was at the register. I said, you know, it's cool to meet your heroes, but I'm not one of those people. Oh God, I need their autograph. Oh God, I need this. If like I'm no, buying no. it, like if I'm buying a CD and they give me an autograph, I said, Oh, cool, that's cool. I bought a CD and they sent me their autograph. Like I got Michael Sweet and I got um, Zach Wild because I bought their albums on on their site and they gave me autograph versions of it and uh, Tremati. I got some alt uh, from Tremati and I even got a Wolfgang Van Halen on it because he played bass on it. So that's pretty cool. I, I, I agree. I'm the same way. I'm like, um, I will meet um, groups or whatever if I have the opportunity to. Like, um, you know, I saw Lori Carson. She was at, um, I don't know if you know her, but, but she's kind of somewhat well-known, and, and she was at Rasputin's, and I missed, because um, a lot of people were going in line for like her autograph or someone choose in the record store but i and then she walked out quick and i thought well i just wanted to talk to her so i went out of the store and the people are really cool who work there they were like just working like um doing whatever outside and i said did Lori carson leave and they went no um she's still there if you wait and then she comes out the door you can see her and I'm, oh cool so i saw her and i said i liked her music and stuff and she kind of looked at me like Oh holy fuck! I I, I, well, I um when can I get the hell away from this guy? But at least I got a chance to say something to her, you know. Yeah, it's like if I see like uh, a famous rock star or sports star eating at a table, 
I'm not oh. going to go up and say, hey, can I have your autograph? He's with his family or her family. I'm not going to go bug them. I'm going to eat my dinner and go and leave. You know, I'm not yeah. going to bug people I in was, public, man. Yeah. I hate it when people do that to people. They start lining up at their tables and shit, you know. Leave them alone, you know. Let the, yeah. their people. You know, I, I I like it when, like, I tweeted Michael Sweet today and said, I, yeah, I have the new Striper uh, pre-ordered on Amazon. Yeah! And he retweeted it and liked it. <laughs> so, right on. I thought that um, was cool. I was, yeah, I was in the record store. No, a CD store in San Anselmo. And my mom, Irene Gersman, she... Um, was with me and um, she was looking at me and pointing to the guy next to me which I happened to see like like hinting say some but Carlos Santana and and he was just there doing just looking for CDs I I should have probably said I liked your music um, and 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 she said she said some to him and, and that he was cool but I I wanted to treat it like he's there to buy CDs He's not there for fans. But the guy at the record store said he's very nice and said, would you like me to buy you a sandwich or whatever? So, you know, I probably could have said some to him, but I didn't want to bother. Yeah, I, I leave them alone, man. Let them let them be. You know, if they come up to you and say something to you, yeah, I'll take your autograph. You know, but I'm not going to go actively seeking an autograph from a band or a sports star. If I saw Joe Montana walking down the street, I go... Frickin' four rings, buddy, and then walk, keep walking, you know? I'm not gonna stop and frickin' go, I love you, Joe! You know, I'm just gonna keep letting him go, man. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, that's that's the case. And and, and I and I met some different... I'm, I met, like, one of the guys from the Sons of Champlain, Tim Kane, and um, that's because I happened to recognize him, and, and I thought, you know, when he came out of the library... I, I said, hey, are you Tim Kane? He went, yeah, and I told him I thought he was a great saxophone player. And we had a pretty long, good conversation about music and the sons, and he was a really nice guy. But that's because he's been out of the scene for, like, he left the Sons of Champlain maybe around the year, like, 1970. So he's, like, just more of a regular guy, so... If I were to tell him I liked his music, he's probably more like, wow, you know, thank you for remembering what I do. But, I mean, no, he's kind of a well-known guy, and he's, he's done his own music. But, you know, so, with, but, but they went to school with my brothers and sisters and stuff, you know. And, and I saw the guitarist, and I mentioned my brother to him, and he said, yeah, I remember Steve. So they're really cool guys. So it all depends. But what I mean is I don't seek them out. But if I have a chance to talk to a celebrity and just mention some to them as a person, that's cool. You know? Let's see. At work one time, I, Adam Sandler was there. I saw him come up. He ordered a corn dog. got a corn dog. And everybody was calling around, oh, Adam Sandler's in the park, Adam Sandler's in the park. And then people started going out to the eating area and, like, hovering over him, people who worked there. So our manager had, because it's against the rules to go bug celebrities when they're at, at Disney. So the, yeah. he had to say, you guys better get away or you guys are going to all get in trouble. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, um, could, could you have said you're not as funny as Lee Gersman? Uh, <laughs> uh, Lee, I, I put, dog I put, guy. You say hi, I'm Corn Dog. Hi, I'm Corn Dog, and keep doing that. And he probably would use that line. 
I don't think I knew you back then, so I wouldn't have known All right. when I saw All Adam right. Sandler. I okay. saw I saw seen a lot of stars. I saw Bradley Cooper came up to Corn Dog. Everybody loves the Corn Dogs there. So uh, you yeah. came up and got a Corn Dog, and my friend Janet was calling everybody in there. He was just sitting out there eating, and everybody's running into Corn Dog. Oh look, there's Bradley Cooper. He's so hot. Oh, and the girls are going oh. crazy over him. You know who Bradley Cooper is, right? I I've, I've heard of the name. But yeah, he's I in that. Know you much. know the Vegas movie? What's where they go there and they can't find their friend? Like I I think. Yeah, I've heard of him. I can't remember the movie. I have this movie, and he also does the voice of the raccoon in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, okay. And he also so re- they also he also played Face Man in the uh, in the Eighteen movie. I like that movie. I'm so sad there's no sequel to it. I thought it was pretty good. Okay, so he's been in all the movies I haven't seen, but I've heard yeah, of him. You should see the. He's been in a lot of good movies. He's a famous, really famous. Especially right. now, he does the voice of the raccoon in Guardian. Have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy? Um, I was actually um, visiting a friend in the hospital, and he had Guardians of the Galaxy on the screen, and he wanted to show me certain scenes because it reminded him of what I'm doing in my work. Okay. But I didn't see the whole movie, but I saw scenes. All right, so we we digress now. Let's get into the yeah. sixth song. We were going off about our heroes and shit. <laughs> that's that's cool because if we didn't do that, we would have only said, "Oh, this song's good. Oh, this song's good," and have nothing else to say. Yeah, so we're kind of dragging out the podcast for you fans yeah. out there. So you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, and. and Thank you so much for letting me drag on. Yeah, and thank you guys for listening to us drag. (laughs) All right, let's get into song number six, Headbanger. What do you think of this one? Oh, this is more like classic late 70s rock, like Tigers and Pantang or Riot. It's a really good song, and sometimes it's one of my favorites. Yeah, I, I love the bass intro, then a cool riff kicks in, cool song, like it. And there's a lyric in there that just made me laugh. I think it goes, your neck is broken, your girlfriend is coking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's a killer 80s lyric, man. Your neck is broken and your girlfriend is coking. <laughs> yeah. It's a fun song, man. I miss yeah. fun songs. People are too serious now. Yeah, that's yeah. what was good about the 80s. You had fun songs. People didn't take themselves too damn serious. Yeah. It's a cool track. And then we get into the next song that you picked, Fist to Face. Let's talk about this first. What do you think about it, Lee? All right. Wait, wait a minute. There's someone someone knocking. Hello? All right. Um, Fist to Face. Perhaps the most truly heavy metal song on here. Not that the others aren't heavy metal, but this one definitely is even more heavy metal. I love it. If I was younger, I would go off on an Axl Rose or Vince Neil tirade and scream and carry a bottle of something and run down the street like a banshee. One of my favorites on here. Yeah, what did, what did I put on here? I said, cool, hard, rocking metal. Like you said, yeah. one of the hardest. This is a hard song. I love this song. Fucking kicks ass. The yeah. band is tight. Fucking man. I, I after I heard this song, I I kind of took a break from the album and went and listened to other songs by them. Freaking they rock, man. I like them. Yeah. And then right let's, on. Okay, so right now here's fist to face on the freeform rock podcast by bitch. 
That was Fist to Face by Bitch. Now let's get into track number eight, which is Turns Me On, written by the guitar player David Carruth. What do you think of this one? Oh, I would like Betsy to dance like my friend Cynthia dances in my videos to this song. Hot cha! I w could also imagine David Lee Roth dancing to this for the women who like to see some men action. This song turns me on. It turns me on! Awesome. It turns me on. All right. I said, okay, cool opening riff. Bass pumps on this song throughout the song and love it. Great song, man. Yeah, right on. Let's get into the final track, which is Skull Crusher. What do you think of this yeah. song? Sorry, this, this, album, was... this album is metal, so I got to make the Skull Crusher. Yeah. yeah. You got to sound like Chris Holmes. Yeah, yeah, skull crusher bitches. All right, uh, this is the song that most typical heavy metal headbangers would turn to, and for good reason. Megadeth, take note. This is bitch, and they are really good. Great song, another of my favorites. Yeah, what did I put on this? <coughs> Fucking rocks. Scream kicks ass in the beginning. It's semi-speed metal. This is classic metal, and I love it. Kicks ass, and I want to hear more from this band. Yep. They had, um, I think, one more regular album. I think they might have had an EP. But if, if you go on Spotify, which you're too afraid to do, you, you would find... Be my slave, but it's also on YouTube for people who are afraid of Spotify. But sorry, I'm I'm being drunk. I'm not afraid of Spotify. I think the artists get fucking ripped off on Spotify. I think you should all get Apple Music, nine ninety nine a month, or get Amazon Music Unlimited because they pay the artist more money than all the others. Pandora or Spotify. They pay the artists okay, more, okay. more royalties compared okay. to Spotify. In fact, in fact, you you made me think that if I had a big nose ten inches long and I was in a restaurant, I'd say, I want a Spotify with grape juice, and they go, Ooh, he's the Spotify <laughs> Frank drinker, Frank drinker. Sorry, <laughs> you 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 you. Man, yeah, you 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 taught me a, a you 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 put one over on me there. But no, I I no I I yeah I I I like it, but that's me. But but I but but I I'll respect. All right, I'm just, man. I'm just out of it right now. So so what's your track of the week, Lee? Um, I'm gonna pick one by a guy named Grant Bjork. Uh, the song is. Um, too little, no, too many chiefs, not enough Indians. Too many I'll, chiefs, not enough Indians. I'll I'll give you the link to it. It's a good song. He was in the group Fu Manchu. He knows. If, if 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 you know them, no. If you don't, hi. <laughs> he he was in he was in some groups. But all right, you're good. gonna send me the link to this, right? Yeah, it's it's a good song. Okay. Well, I'm going to pick The Alarm from the album Eye of the Hurricane called Rescue Me. One of my oh. favorite bands of the 80s. I remember 
watching MTV as a kid and they were showing their free concert live at USC or UCLA, one of those Southern California big colleges. But this is a great album, a great song. They have a lot of good... I don't, I've never heard a Bad Alarm album, so you guys can check them out. They have an album called oh. Strength before this one. It's really good, too. I okay. don't know if you heard of The Alarm. You might like them. They're Irish, kind of like U2, except a lot harder than U2. Yeah, I, I know them a little bit. Yeah, they're really cool. I, when I first saw them, I go, man, they sound like U2, but they're all, then I listen to them more, and they're a lot different than U2. Because I do love yep. U2, and all you haters can do what you want with that, but I love U2. I love Bono. So I like I like gonna a lot see, of their stuff too. I'm gonna see them May 17th, my fiance. So blah 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 on you. And if you don't like it, good for you. Because even if you don't like it or you like it, whatever you like is okay with me. Because I'm not gonna bitch about it. Because it's not right. Music yeah. is subjective. At least you didn't go to the Gene Simmons Vault experience where Gene and Ace fucked up all the songs they played. At least you two will play them regular. I'll be quiet. Well, reckon that was cool. Going if you want to spend your money on a Gene Simmons experience, you know, if I had two thousand dollars, I would go. Just to let if you I know. had two thousand dollars, I would buy Drambuie. That's what I do. Not to meet but, them, just to have the experience of seeing somebody that close and playing, even if they're fucking up. It's raw, man. There's nothing wrong with uh, raw yeah. music. Oh, oh, actually, yeah, I, I, I. I, I, I've done that so many times. I'm jealous of Dr. Fuck. That. I would have loved to have went to that, but I, I don't have $2,000. I don't work as much overtime as a lot of people. <laughs> I don't like overtime. I, I live too far from work. I drive 75 miles a day to get uh, to and from, so I'm kind of tired to yeah. even try to stay there late at night because then I get home and go back go to sleep. I can't even relax when I get home because i got to wake up at 10 to get yeah. there by 10 in the morning with freaking California traffic, if you know how that is. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, anyone who wants to go to that—that's cool. Saves me yeah, having and, to. And saves just, me have. Saves me having to go. And I've heard. Uh, I was given. I'm not going to say who gave it to me because I don't want anybody to get in trouble. But I was given a copy of the the Gene Simmons Vault, and it was really cool. You know who you are if you're listening to this, and thank you. Um, yeah, it's really cool. So, I pick my track. You picked your track, and next week. I already told you this off air, but we're going to do Yes, the Yes album. Okay, that's an album that I know very well. Yeah, I've been writing down list of albums I want to do because I want to do that one. I want to do The Doors first album. But after the Yes album, you pick an album, and after that, we'll do The Doors. So you know three weeks. Mm. You almost know three weeks in advance what we're going to do. We're going to do the Yes album, then Lee's pick, and then The Doors. Uh huh. All right, man. I guess so. Okay. I guess so. All right. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 you have to keep reminding me. I, I'm like, I forget everything a minute later. Just Wait, it's <laughs> it's the vodka experience. <laughs> yeah, you don't have the Gene Simmons experience. You have the vodka experience. Yeah, and it don't. It only costs two dollars, not two thousand. Well, wow. if you have the money, man. Cheers, man. I'm jealous of you guys. I didn't have two thousand dollars. I'm not gonna bitch about it. I would have liked to have gone. It was out here uh -huh. too. So, I love Ace, and if Ace was there, fuck, that would have been awesome. I, I would just rather, I don't know. I would have just liked but, to have oh, been there to see them live, you know, and per, just watch them uh, play, you know, and and just see raw music, you know, uh, off the cuff. You know, that would have been cool. Uh, yeah, I, I would have wanted to give my CDs some music. Of course you would. 
Man, you should just give. You should just give. Hey, you want to hear one of my songs? Give him Doctor Fuck's Bug Bugs on Cheese. And you go. I wrote that song. If you want to hear more with me singing, I could give you those. But don't listen to the vocals. Listen to the lyrics. <laughs> hey, hey. You I'm just got messing that with you. Right. But but you got that right, buddy. <laughs> we should get Big uh, Bushy to do a song. <laughs> oh, he could just yell it. You could do a song about uh, guns for him. Oh. That would be kind of cool. A pro-gun song, not an anti-gun song. He won't sing oh. that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm pro-gun up my... I'll, I'll stop there. All right. But, <laughs> but yeah. All right, so let's get into the tracks of the week. Here is... What is it? What's his name? Um, Brant Bjork. And Too Many Chiefs, Not Enough Indians. Then yeah. The Alarm, Rescue Me on the Freeform Rock Podcast. So until next week, people, adieu. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Let's get into the promos. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I wanna rock. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You gotta fight for your right. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We've got Bush. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's right, bangers. Cold beer, hot women, loud music, and copious amounts of hairspray and spandex every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern. The Big Bushy Power Hour is the biggest party on that metal station.com. Ear Peelers, the podcasting and interview news site to keep up with your favorite bands or artists and the podcasts or interviews where they appear. Go to earpeeler.com to find out what we're all about.
You haven't listened to Mars Attacks podcast? What are you waiting for, man? Host Victor M. Ruiz brings you all types of hard rock and metal-based podcasts. You'll find everything from music-based episodes, interviews, to series such as ultra-sexy classic album series, where some of your favorite musicians, producers, journalists, and show hosts comments on the albums that push the evolutionary chains of hard rock and metal. Get with it and go to MarsAttacksRadio.com to find out more. Punch it! Get blasted! From New York. Hey, 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 hey! What up, bangers? From North Carolina. Skitter pal, meow meow. This is Bushy. And the mountain. Tune in every week for your listening pleasure only on the plug with Bushy and the mountain man. You can find us on Podbean and iTunes. Thank you very much. Hey, this is Lee Gerstmann, and if you like to hear some stuff that's like, you don't know what it's gonna be, and even if it's stuff that I don't even know what it's gonna be, check me out on what I call the Lee Gerstmann Show, and it's just me doing reviews, or me doing horsing around, or whatever I'm doing, check it out, please. You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artist by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.